four ordinary guys with extraordinary ideas for Disney parks. This is Main Street Musings. The experimental podcast of tomorrow. That is right, my friends. We are Main Street Musings, the experimental podcast of tomorrow. And everybody knows it's time to play the music. Tanner? Hey there. It's time to light the lights, Jake. Hey there. Hi there. Ho there. And it's time to meet the Eric on the Main Street Musings show tonight. What's up? If you don't recognize those beautiful little lines, that is the theme to the Muppet Show. Because Do you want to intro yourself at all? I'm Brock. <laughs> I literally, I never do that. I nope. just don't. They should know me by now. Um, yeah, but we are going to be talking about the Muppets today, making some fun new attractions for that lovable group of weirdos. Yeah. We brought up the Muppets a lot on this podcast, but we've never actually done an episode dedicated to the Muppets. So I'm very excited about this one. How about you guys? I was surprised that this was our first one dedicated because they get talked about so much. I was like, at some point... I was going to say, the Muppets get brought up a lot on this podcast, and especially from both Gabberts in life (laughs) all the time. Because the Muppets are life. The Muppets are fucking awesome. That is a strong statement, but they are very good. I will say the the Muppets contain two of my top five all-time favorite like nostalgia movies maybe even movies of all time yeah with the uh, Muppet Christmas Carol and Muppet Treasure Island oh absolutely Truly. those are definitely in my top movies of all time masterpieces uh, they're so good and the other Muppet movies are also very good but th- those those two particularly are transcendent yeah absolutely I often think of myself as a Muppet. Because I'm a flappy weirdo. <laughs> I mean, yeah, those are adjectives I would use to describe you. Unsuccessful. <laughs> <laughs> you know. The Muppets are wildly successful. I don't think you can But not them within on that canon. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Brock, to describe Brock, canonically unsuccessful. <laughs> yeah, canonically unsuccessful and Thank very you. flappy. Thank you for pronouncing that's that. That's kind of better. fitting yeah. for the canon of our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's fitting for the canon of life. I'm not well, a no. successful man. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. No, and I appreciate that kindness, but I, I will take it in turn to tell the truth. Yeah, I would just like to point out that before we started the podcast, we were all ripping on Brock, and he was complaining about it. So we all decided to be nice to Brock, and we're not even two and a half minutes in, and Brock starts ripping on himself. Like, he can't even help I'm it. I'm allowed! <laughs> no, it's unhealthy mentally if you are mean to saying bad things about yourself. It's fine if we say them, and then you have to lift yourself up. That's what yeah. we're here for, Brock. Yeah. yeah. I don't think we're that's not how that lowering works at your all. self-esteem. We're helping you manually raise it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> While you're right, I do feel better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now see where you're at and lift yourself up by them bootstraps, baby. Let's go. All right. Who's going first today? Ah. Uh, you. 
Me? <laughs> yes. that the, um, was that was that you fuck you or was that? <laughs> no, I was just caught off guard because we had like okay, so now let's talk about pitches. It was just like who's first? Ah, <laughs> ah, Jake. So, okay, all right, I can go first. I'm very excited about my idea. So. My idea is, of course, a dark ride. You know, I'm all kind of drawn to the dark rides. And this dark ride, we as the riders would be following the legendary Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem on their national tour. So I envision us having the queue line through their practice space, which in the Muppet movie was that old abandoned church. Um, then we would get into old cars, uh, similar to the Studebaker that has been painted in psychedelic colors. And we would embark on a From national tour by seeing, yeah, sorry, yeah, the Muppet movie, the original Muppet movie. And we would follow the band in their bus and we would embark on a psychedelic, awesome dark ride across the United States set to the song. Can you picture that? Which is Dr. Teeth's kind of biggest hit, which was featured Can in the original Muppet that? movie. That is my pitch. Super excited about it. Also, one of my favorite TikTokers that does uh, top five hottest things, mm-hmm. who did the top five hottest Muppets, two members of Dr. Teeth are Absolutely. in the top five hottest members with Animal and Janus. So All right. that's, I can that's see that. exciting. Yeah. It's exciting for me that so yeah. many hot people are going to be. Yeah, I've always found that Floyd has a certain allure. <laughs> Sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, all the members are hot. It's yeah. just like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we like, all know. <laughs> Look. All the Muppets are hot. This belt yeah, yeah. is. <laughs> Every Muppet they've ever made is hot. That yeah. is not for questions. Ooh, that goes without saying. The Muppets are Classic the hottest bear. thing on this planet, but these ones are just the hottest of the hot Muppets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and with that... Tanner Costin, why don't you take us away? All right. Speaking of hot Muppets, uh, the star of my ride is going to be Miss Piggy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Uh, Shout out to Frank Oz. Story of my ride. (laughs) Uh, We're going to enter a queue where Miss Piggy has invited us in Kermit to see the brand new tunnel of love she's been working on after enlisting the help of the other Muppets, bossing them around. As we go through, Kermit's very excited to see this nice, beautiful gesture that Miss Piggy has put to document their beautiful love story as America's it couple, as we all know the Muppets are. (laughs) And then as we board the ride, at the same time, we find out, along with Kermit, that this is Miss Piggy's tunnel of love just dedicated to herself and how wonderful she is. <laughs> it is an entire ride that is a shrine and tribute to herself as Kermit watches on, agonized and pained, as Miss Piggy coaches and directs bossily the Muppets <laughs> through a series of horribly staged scenes of her greatest highlights in life. <laughs> throughout the ride that obviously goes horribly wrong (laughs) and that is my ride pitch that's incredible thank you very good uh i guess it's me next i kind of want the the gabberts to bookend yeah the muppets the muppet pitches (laughs) and it's good that the random die decided that too eric in the canada super convenient love it it was (laughs) incredible I was amazed at the magic that the Lord provided for me today. Fate was on our side. 
so my pitch is sort of a hybrid coaster slash dark ride. Um, mostly coaster, but they'll be like stop and start. It's like a multi-launch, I guess, would be the best way to describe it. Um, so whatever your feelings on the movie Muppets in Space, uh, not my favorite, but it's still, it's still pretty good. It did. It's not their best. Yeah, give us a, a canon version of where Gonzo is from. He's an alien. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our coaster is going to launch us out into space with Gonzo uh, to find his home planet. Uh, and then once we get to the home planet, more Muppet-style hijinks ensue, right? So they'll be like Gonzo, people of his race, like with the ride vehicle uh, as they like and then things go haywire as they try to fix it and we we go in there and we we have some more hijinks style things um, and we can like stop see the surroundings launch again out into the into the track uh, and then we we're brought back home and that is that is my Muppets pitch today all right I like it neat yeah. All right. I guess that leaves me. Yeah. Um. So, sorry. There's going to be a tiny bit of a preamble. Uh, mine is kind of inspired by uh, when the great movie ride was. Its fate was uncertain. A lot of people were suggesting that a fun way to update it would be to make it the Muppets do the great movie ride, uh, in which case the Muppets would kind of walk us through movies and with their classic hijinks. Um, I love that was actually idea. an idea that was supposed to happen back in the 80s, too. Yeah. And then people thought they were going to bring it back. Yeah. I, I love this idea. And I would um, I so I was kind of inspired by that. Um also, in the so I'm I'm pitching the Muppets take Walt Disney World, a play on the Muppets take Manhattan. Uh, so it's this is going to be a dark ride. Um, the plot of which is that the higher ups, which I would like to kind of imply is Mickey Mouse, uh, they wanted to give the Muppets a ride, and so the the each of the Muppets starts pitching themselves being added to classic rides. Um, so Gonzo is going to like shoot himself out of a cannon on pirates and Fozzie wants to join the country bears jamboree and Miss Piggy wants the castle. Uh, but I think a fun, a fun pitch for that would be, you know, like an animatronic Kermit joining us in the car, kind of totally lamenting the insanity and the wackiness of the Muppets and trying to get them to actually focus and make a good ride. All right, nice. And the, and, nice. And and then they do? It's the Muppets. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's the best ride ever. I think I think a fun thing might be like they're like, we, we're going to add you guys to a ride. So they're pitching all these rides to add on. And then at the end, maybe you even hear Mickey's voice. But like, how about we just give you your own? Because they've ruined every ride they touch. All right. Okay. Question and answer section. All right. Eric, I have a question question for for you. Yes. Sorry. Fire fire away. Um, Fire away. When when we reach Gonzo's um, home planet, um, 
the Muppets that are his species? Do we meet like his actual family or do we just meet other Muppets that are his species? I can't remember the movie very well. I haven't seen it in a long time. Neither have I. I didn't. Uh, I feel like I d- for the purposes of the ride, I think it's probably just the species. Okay, uh, that's maybe. in the movie, it's just the species. That's what I thought. So, and then yeah. a follow up to that is when you said they mess with the ride vehicle, are they being malicious or are they like trying no. to like trick it out and then they just kind of mess it up? Yeah, I, I imagine like a stop sequence of where they're like, "Oh, hey, everybody!" and they come and like they accidentally swarm the vehicle and like break something. Oh, okay, and then gotcha. In, so they mean well. In the, yes, absolutely. Okay. Then, and in their haste to fix it, something gets fucked up, and then you like fall off of like a side of a cliff or something as part of the. Uh, okay, uh, gotcha. Yeah. I, I have a question for Brock. Yes. I was not. So in in the preamble, I think I may have lost. Is this a dark ride in which this is the story of the dark ride, or is this like a show? It's a dark ride, and this is the okay. story of the dark ride. I picture okay. it moving That's through a, multiple show scenes, gotcha. um, that are each like segments or like mock ups that they've made of these ride editions they want to do. How very meta of you to do a Muppets pitching. Uh, <laughs> ideas. Well, I figured. Of, I, I figured it's it's a fun. The Muppets are the perfect property to go meta with, um, and so making them meta in the sense of Disney World was my intention. But I am only now realizing that it is meta in the sense of our podcast too, which uh, further uh, just tells me that I am a Muppet. <laughs> yeah brock i like that idea a lot i thought when i saw that on the board that it was going to be a lot more like that proposed like muppet takeover of disneyland uh for like Wait. a year yeah uh see that's the thing is if i were to pitch something like that i could not bring myself to make it temporary <laughs> yeah so <laughs> <laughs> so you want a permanent ride of what that yes. could be Yes, so are, exactly. Are, are we riding through the Muppets like concept ride of this is what the ride will be, or are we riding through the actual ride and they've just it's very shoddily put together? So my like they my, just kind of threw it together with things that they found around the park. Yes. Um. So my my idea is that we are in a car, kind of a theater style car, um, with a Kermit animatronic in the front. Um, and the, we are being kind of driven through this like warehouse that they have where they've set up kind of shoddily, but their own like mock-ups of those rides and experiences. Um, and this is something I'd like to get more input on, but this is just my idea for now. Um, so, you know, there's a mock-up, maybe it's a big cardboard ship from pirates with a cannon sticking out the side. Maybe, maybe it looks more realistic. Um, that I'm not 100% sure on. I'd like some help with that. Um, but yeah, so the idea is essentially these are just showrooms with ride elements that they're using to show off their gimmick, their, their pitch. Okay. Cool. Tanner. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. Tanner. Are Kermit and Piggy in the boat with us, or are we seeing them off as part of the We're ride? We're seeing them in the, like, sets is my... Okay. 
idea of like of e- that we're seeing animatronics of them as if they're moving with us, but they're like walking. Uh, but, okay. So we would see like kind of like room shrine scene show scene that's <laughs> of gotcha. uh, Miss Piggy Young because the other Muppets are fucking something up, and then Kermit just being like, "Uh, well, you know, I really thought we would. Uh, I really thought this was gonna be about us, Piggy," and then. Him getting smacked down. Gotcha. <laughs> I like the idea of just seeing him being like, good grief, and just like sick yeah. of her. I, I think it would be funny, yeah, too, if maybe she was like scene. singing throughout the ride. <laughs> and then she like has to interrupt her song to yell at the yeah, I think that should that be the music of up. it, honestly. Like, she, the yeah. soundtrack should be her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just her singing popular love songs, like a medley. Yes. <laughs> To herself, though. Parodies to herself. Right, right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> L is for the way I look tonight. Yeah. Yeah, that would be funny. Yeah, I have a couple questions for Jake. Yeah. Uh, first one, are we going to get any celebrity cameos on this dark ride? Feels like a great spot to work some in. <laughs> I had not thought about that, but I'm I'm definitely open to it. We need to get Steven Tyler on another ride. (laughs) 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 And are we going to explore like so many of the best uh, films about uh, rock bands, the dark sides of the music where maybe they're being taken advantage of by their producers? (laughs) They struggle with band infighting and creative control. Uh, no, Don't forget I, heroin and heroin. I, th- I think uh, Family Guy and Robot Chicken both kind of covered the Muppets behind the music uh, on their shows. So I don't think I was going to put that in a ride. <laughs> uh, no, I was not Coward. planning on doing that. Coward. Coward. Um, but I would like to see, you know, like cartoony caricatures of famous cities and landmarks. So I was thinking, you know, maybe we see, you know, New York, San Francisco, Chicago, Detroit, Nashville, um, New Orleans, that kind of stuff. So you kind of feel like you are on tour with them as it progresses. That's very cool. I like that a lot. So, Jake, I guess my last question for you is what are you picturing this ride vehicle on the tour looking like? Sure. So I I had kind of mentioned before, but in the movie, Fozzie and Kermit are driving around in that Studebaker, which... The band has like painted in psychedelic colors and stuff. Um, I think it would be cool if we had a not necessarily Studebakers, but a bunch of the vehicles. I mean, looking like old cars from that era that have all been painted in psychedelic colors and all convertibles, um, just because that makes more sense as a ride vehicle. So maybe we have an old VW Beetle. Um, maybe we do have a Studebaker. I don't know. Um, you know, maybe an old 57 Chevy, but they've all been painted like that or like the band's bus. And then we're following the band on the bus, um, and occasionally seeing them, you know, at venues playing or in front of landmarks and stuff like that. I just think that would be a lot of fun. So Jake, my question for you is, um, does that make us groupies? Uh, is that what we're going to be? Um, in what sense of the word groupie? I would groupie for animal <laughs> any day. I was thinking of back in, you know, like the day when all the hippies would follow the Grateful Dead around. I was thinking like that. Mm. My dad used to do that. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's phenomenal. Yeah. So your dad was a groupie? No, he was it's just like the Grateful Dead. He's it's a dead weird. Like, it's, it's, yeah, just a groupie yeah. for the Grateful Dead. 
Yeah. But see, there's a difference yeah. between groupie and following the band in that sense. Would you agree, Eric? Yeah, I, I 100%. Okay, so that's what more what yeah. I was going for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think Jake wants us all to be groupies. We've already talked about I mean, I'm not going to say are. no. If you guys really want to be groupies, have at it. I mean, you do you. <laughs> or you do the Muppets. <laughs> it's up to, really, it's up to you. <laughs> Choose your own adventure. <laughs> I'm choosing the one where Animal beats me up with his drumsticks. <laughs> Good lord. That sounded wink, gross. <laughs> nudge, nudge, wink, wink. It sounded like whatever your imagination took there. Uh, are there any other questions, answers? Yes. Um, Random thoughts about how hot the Muppets are. I did actually have a quick question for Eric. Um, the story of going to visit the Muppets, is that explained like we are specifically going to find Gonzo's family, come help us? Is that kind of the goal? So get in this rocket ship and come with us? Uh, that can be fleshed out if we decide. I had more of like a Gonzo is like, so we're in like an almost like a Muppets version of a NASA station. And Gonzo's like leading an expedition just to go learn more about his home planet. So I just pictured um, like the NASA like war room that you always see in the movies. You always see Ron Howard's brother sitting at the computer, but it's like all chickens. <laughs> yeah. It's all the chickens yeah. are just sitting at the computer with yeah, Ron Howard's brother. Yeah, and Cliff <laughs> Howard's just there, like, what am I doing here? Um, Sorry, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I get it. Yeah, I didn't. I, I, I was gonna wait until we talked about it a little if my vote won but like i have a lot of fun plans for the the entryway that kind of explain more about that but yeah it's mostly just an expeditionary force to go learn more about his home planet okay cool all right well if we wanted to make that a distress beacon that's fine i don't think it (laughs) super matters okay i gotcha okay cool i i really like all of these ideas um they're fun, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be tough to vote. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Who's voting first today? Tanner. All right. Uh, lots of great ideas brought to the table. Uh, today, though, I think I am going to go with Brock's pitch of Muppets Take Walt Disney World. I think it's going to be fun to get meta as on the podcast. <laughs> All right. You know what that means, Brett? Yeah. Uh, darn, because I'm having a really hard time with this. I mean, when it when all is said and done, I want any and every Muppet attraction we can think of. <laughs> so I do want all of these. Um, I think I am going to vote for Jake's Dr. Teeth Ride. All right. Um... Ooh, well. One of my favorite bands. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they actually did a few live shows that I wish I could have been at. They it's, did at a music. Yeah. I watched one that they did at a music festival that was incredible. Frankly, yeah, <laughs> yeah, in San Francisco. Um, anyway, that's wild. So again, I, I, yeah, I, I would be super happy with any of these Muppet rides. I can picture all of them. I want all of them. I want to talk about all of them. Um, but I think today I am leaning toward Eric's Muppets in Space seeing Gonzo's home planet ride. Thank you, Larry. Jake is a slut for Gonzo. Well, I, I think... <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
He is definitely a groupie. That he does not follow Gonzo around. He he groupies Gonzo. Yeah. A part of it, Brock's idea is good. It's just a little too meta for me. I think. I understand that. Well, we didn't ask you to directly attack <laughs> Brock's I, I, idea. I'm sitting here wondering why you even brought that up. Because it's been bothering me. Well, I disagree, you <laughs> sh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? No. I vote for Tanners. <laughs> well, I guess that leaves it up to me. And I can't vote for myself. Um, this is tough. I uh, I like all of them for different reasons. They're all very fun. Um, I think I am... Uh, leaning towards uh, the, the band, Jake's. Uh, I think it's, I'm drawn to the psychedelic color palette of it and would love to, to flesh that out. I'm sorry, both of everybody else, your pitches were beautiful. Mine was psychedelic too. (laughs) Well, and you just missed out on the journey of your life. That makes it a four way tie because I did switch my vote to Tanner's. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay, then I guess we uh, roll to see who revotes, <laughs> right? That's how we do this now. Yes. Wait, what did Brock change his vote? No, he can't fucking change his vote. That's not how it fucking works. Jake doesn't deserve it. Fuck you. This is the Muppets podcast. Yeah, I changed my vote. Not how it works. I don't care. I don't care that you don't care. That's how it works today. No, it doesn't. You don't, you yeah. don't fucking make executive decisions. Eric, roll that die. <laughs> well, Brock is the one who has to change his phone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's, I deserve that. All right, fine, Jake. Eric. <laughs> wow, mine is so bad in Brock's eyes that even on the revote. <laughs> parents and be like, this is what Brock did. And they'd be like, hey, you should have voted for Jake's thing. Honestly, I'm glad that we we landed there and did not cause more chaos. Congratulations, Jake. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, what a great I, victory. This sure feels great. Hey, you know, it would have been a nice clean victory if you hadn't been like, huh, um, f*** Brock's. I didn't say f*** Brock's. <laughs> I said it was too guys, meta. <laughs> guys, he's starting to fight back. I don't know what to do. So, um, <laughs> I do, though, feel like we have to come up with a, despite Jake winning, I think we have to come up with a different tiebreaker because he was under protest. So let's find another way to rob Jake of the victory now. Because yeah, he specifically did not want to do a die roll to change him. That is true. Um, oh, oh, wait, here's the new tiebreaker. Brock always wins. <laughs>
Executive decision. So anyway, my ride. You guys record whatever the fuck you want. It's coming out how I edit it. So <laughs> yeah, the final version will have none of the last six minutes. Uh. Jake's gonna edit our coup out of, from out of history. <laughs> okay, so. Are we ready to jump in on this? Yeah. All right. I'm excited. I think it sounds like a lot of fun. Before we go, though, I do have one statement. I need to throw the gauntlet down to Jake. I don't know how on earth you think you're going to top a better band tour ride than the loaded diaper tour we did of (laughs) (laughs) Big Thunder Mountain. (laughs) I don't know how you think we're going to do a better band tour ride. I, I don't know either, Tanner. I mean, yeah, no, that was that was phenomenal. The gauntlet is thrown down. <sighs> that was maybe my favorite episode to record. Uh, <laughs> I could see the tension in the Gabbert's eyes <laughs> through the screen. <laughs> They're like, this isn't what this is about. Hey, now that it's done and I'll never have to do it again, I love that episode. <laughs> All right, Jake. Let's Take start it away. off at the beginning, at the top skis. So my idea for the queue line was we go through the band's touring space. I mean, not touring, their practice space. That's the queue line kind of winds through that. Um, in the original Muppet movie, it's in the old abandoned church, and there's that funny line where Fozzie looks in and says, they don't look like Presbyterians to me. Um, I don't know that we want to necessarily get into church stuff in the parks. And there's not church stuff beyond the fact that they're in an old abandoned church building. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Should we just have it be a different practice space? I like the idea of going through and seeing their gear and maybe seeing posters and that kind of stuff, you know, beanbag chairs. Well, I guess that to me, if they're going on a tour across the country, this feels like slightly later in their career. Because in the Muppet movie, they're just a bunch of weirdos in an old church. So I, to me, it feels like they've been a part of the Muppets. They're semi-successful at this point. They probably wouldn't be there anymore. They'd probably have a different rehearsal space. Okay. Plus, the church is kind of small. Uh, this would right. give us an opportunity to for a larger queue if okay. it was somewhere else. Yeah, gotcha. I would like to construct a giant church in the middle of Hollywood Studios, though. <laughs> so, like, but I will go on record of thinking that'd be great. A giant church that's also clearly been desecrated by puppets. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Rockstar puppets. <laughs> Animal is spray painted on the side of the church. Yeah. So I just kind of picture like walking through, and you see, you know. Um, it looks kind of like a stereotypical band practice space where it's got, you know, like beanbag chairs and futons and shag carpeting and, um, you know, tapestries hanging from the walls and like Christmas lights. Um, maybe the faint smell of pot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but seriously, though, like lava lamps and just like that kind of like cool stuff that it seems like the band would have collected over the years and thrown into their practice space. And we see, you know, guitars on stands and, you know, stuff like that. What do you guys think? Yeah, yeah I like that a lot. I do, too. And, you know, all of that stuff can be given a little fun Muppety twist as well. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. A stack of citations that the band has gotten from their previous tour. That would be funny, like parking tickets and and stuff like that. (laughs) Oh, that'd be really funny. I like that. And a stressed out Muppet lawyer. Weird crimes. (laughs) I love stressed out Muppet lawyer. I I feel like it has to be Beaker, too. Like, who's just, like, squeaking, like, super stressed out. It just like with this mountain of paperwork <laughs> begging the band to behave on this yeah. tour. <laughs> In the original Muppet movie, um, uh, Scooter is their road manager. And that they do kind true. of stress him out from time to time. And then I know in uh, the newest Muppet, I can't remember what it's called, Muppets Now, I think, on Disney+. Plus, There yeah. is a lawyer character. I think he's like an otter. <laughs> but he's not stressed out. He just like shows up to be like, you shouldn't do this. <laughs> I so, love but we could I love could stressed work them out in. scooter or I love stressed out bean baby as like their lawyer. Okay. Um, <laughs> Outstanding. I do like the idea of keeping scooter in as a road manager. Um yeah, and like just trying like the stress of trying to get them to like load their equipment onto the bus or make sure we all get into our cars and just nobody's listening to him. Um, <laughs> I think that would be fun, uh, which is just something that's what seems to be a role scooter takes on naturally anyway, uh, in a lot of the Muppet, um, things. Cause he's the stage manager in the Muppet show, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, he's the gopher. He's okay. Yeah. He's the gopher. Right. And just trying to wrangle everybody. And I, I think it'd be fun to watch him trying to put up with that. Yeah. So we go yes. through the queue line and maybe, I don't know, do we see the band? I don't want this to seem too much like it's a ripoff of Rock and Roller Coaster where the band's like, hey, come with us. You know, maybe we don't see the band until we start. You know, maybe Scooter's the one who's like, hey, you should get in these cars and follow us or something. I don't know. What do you guys think? So, I mean, I like that, but we need to, I think we need to be given a purpose at that point. Maybe we're like, the tech team didn't show up. And we're like, oh, oh my god, you guys are the tech team. Let's go. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. I've been thinking very much uh, the the seminal Arnold Schwarzenegger film Jingle All the Way, where he uh, <laughs> yes. shows up accidentally, <laughs> and the guy who plays Turbo Man didn't show up, and they're like, hey, you get in this Turbo Man costume. It's like that level of stakes, right? Like, okay. Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if any, I love anybody you. Anybody can't recognize the one Austrian guy at the, <laughs> at the parade as, I don't know. Anyways. Um, <laughs> it's Turbo it's, Man. Jamie, I got into Turbo Man doll. <laughs> Sinbad didn't do it, you know. It's it's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, so like that, you know. So like somebody didn't show up that's important to the tour, and we are now them. I think. Is so it, maybe it's like the roadies, like yeah. scooters. Like he can't get the band to load their own gear just because they're too busy being distracted and not paying attention. So he wants us to step in and like you guys need to come with us and help because they're not going to do it. So the ride begins with manual labor. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Pack huge heavy crates into the back of the ride vehicle. <laughs> but, yeah, something yeah, it's like gamified that. now. Like uh, it's gamified yeah. now. <laughs> The stressed out lawyer could send us to make sure the band doesn't get in too much trouble. <laughs> Just keep an eye on them. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I do love all of this, but I do think it's also maybe the cleanest if it is just the band. Like, it's Dr. Teeth saying, like, hey, come along on our tour. You know, um, we've got... Yeah, I mean, that's possible, too. Just because if it's like we're serving a purpose, but then throughout the ride we serve no purpose, that feels a little off to me, at least. I don't know. Okay. So, yeah, maybe it is just Dr. Teeth invites us, you know... And then the band goes and, and gets on, and then Scooter's the one who hangs back, and it's kind of like, okay, guys, your vehicles are waiting outside. Well, that could be you know? mm-hmm. even another point of stress for Scooter. He's, like, more more people. More yeah, he people has to I figure to out how to get us there. Yeah, yeah, and then, oh, there's a bunch of old used cars. Maybe their new practice space is at, like, a used car lot or something. I, I don't know, or, like, a junkyard. Yeah. You know, oh, so junkyard go, would be yeah, fun. They're, they practice at a, at a junkyard. Hey, go hop in some of the old cars out back you know and follow us okay cool so then we go and i guess now into like the junkyard setting which again this is a little similar to rock and roller coaster where you go out into the alley and the limo's waiting but maybe we go out and it's like a junkyard and we see all the the old cars waiting and this is where we would have the old cars that have been painted like the studebaker was in the muppet movie so it's like just psychedelic colors and paints and you know that kind of thing what do you guys think? Yeah, I like that a yeah, lot. Yeah, I think that's cool. It's such yeah. a cool car, and having a variety of different ones to me sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. So my thought on this was, I would like to we do we go to this. So this is kind of the go to, but I think in real life it's the go to as well to have the trackless ride vehicles on dark rides now but they can also move around and rock around so you know maybe your car pulls up and i'm thinking it's seat six similar to the um test track ride vehicles what do you guys think yeah i like that yeah okay so the car pulls up and you get in and then it heads off peels out baby yeah it peels out some rock and roll some sweet aerosmith tracks (laughs) (laughs) so i think as you no no sorry go ahead i was gonna say in a big muppet sign flashes this is not rock and roller coaster right So um, I think you pull out of the junkyard, and as you do, things. this is where things start to become a little more cartoony. And as the music revs up, that's where things start. You get the psychedelic lighting, and maybe you see the van like bouncing down the road ahead of you, and you kind of follow it down the road as, as the lighting changes and things feel a little more psychedelic. Um, yes. And we begin our tour. So one thing I looked at was the average dark ride is 10 to 15 minutes long. Um, Can you picture that as like a three-minute song? But I don't think it would be a problem to stretch it out because you could add some verses that don't have singing. We could add some new verses, maybe about some of the cities they go to. Um, Just change it to an instrumental um, as we begin our our journey. So some of the cities I had thought of that we could see, um, I just wrote down quickly some cities that are known for being big stops when bands tour is uh, New York City, San Francisco, Chicago, Detroit, Nashville, Dallas, New Orleans, and Seattle. 
Um, so we could just go to those cities and the song, you know, kind of stays the same. But another idea I had was as the band gets to each of those cities, uh, the song kind of changes to sound like the signature style of that city. So, for example, when they hit Detroit, maybe it's more Motown sounding, but it's the same song. When they hit Nashville, maybe it's a little more country. When they hit uh, New Orleans, it's a little more jazz. When they hit Seattle, it's a little more grunge. Um, That might be just a fun way to play with with the uh, song as we go. What do you guys think about that? I think that's great. I think that's... I really like that. that I think that's super fun. And And also, I think, fixes part of your uh, struggle of the song's three minutes. How do we elongate it? Right. Right. Also, I mean, I don't feel like we have to do the one song all the way through. If we didn't, if we really didn't want to, we could split it into multiples. Um, but I think that's super cool. And you can also change like the outfits of the band to match like the local kind of right, thing, exactly. You know? Or maybe the way they're dancing, you know, like yeah. but they're maybe in Detroit they're doing the Temptations where they're all doing the the shovel thing, you know, or. Um, uh, when they're doing in Seattle when they're doing the grunge, they're kind of more like head ba- headbanging, you know, with the loud guitars and stuff. I was going to say, I can't picture them doing a synchronized dance. <laughs> Not this group. If we well, got I the know, but I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we could have all their Muppets maybe doing it. Um, so, but then I would like to see just cartoony versions of those cities. You know, maybe each one has its own room in the ride um, where you see some of the landmarks. Maybe in New York, we see the Statue of Liberty, but the Statue of Liberty is like muppetized and like dancing to the music. <laughs> uh, you know, in San Francisco, we see the Golden Gate Bridge. I was thinking about the old Mickey Mouse cartoons where you would see the buildings actually like dancing to the music. It might yeah. be fun to do something like that on this ride. What do you guys the think? Buildings could yeah, be, like you know, that. Muppets. Yeah, like kind they're kind of, of rocking with the music. And and have little faces. Yes. Yeah. Yes, please. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, I was thinking it might be cool between rooms if we went into, uh, you know, in the old fun houses, they would have that tunnel you would walk through that was spinning. If the ride kind of yeah. went through a tunnel like that and you were seeing like psychedelic um, imagery just kind of projected onto that all around you, like lava lamps or um, it was really popular in the 60s. There was that background where they would just like film like liquid splattering on glass, but then they would like change yeah. the colors and stuff and put it. In. I would like to see <laughs> stuff like that just going around around you while the song. <laughs> and that kind of gives us a transition between cities and between the song changing, you know, mm-hmm. Yeah, as we continue following the bus um and i would definitely i think i said it before i'd like to see a mix of the band on the bus but then the band also out and about and playing you know at different venues or whatever so Um, at the beginning of the ride are we offered a free dose of lysergic acid dithylamine to enjoy this particular ride more yeah absolutely absolutely just like in the imagination pavilion (laughs) absolutely (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's the first time I've ever heard it uh, said without the uh, initialism. And I, I love how easily that just rolled off your tongue. Yeah. Yeah, that was beautiful. It's almost as if you've said it before, but I can't imagine a reason you would have. Uh, I have a question. Yeah. Um, no. So We're past that point. <laughs> Is the band in this ride going to consist of just the core five members, or are we also going to include Lips, who was included later on? 
I, know I think Lips would be inclu- included. Lip- Lips is is pretty much part of the band now. I mean, he was yeah. originally, and then he got cut out of the band because they decided they didn't need him, and now they brought him back. For those at home wondering, Lips is the trumpet player. So, sorry? He, he was introduced in 1980. Oh, I thought he was in the original lineup, and then they got rid of no. him. Okay. So, never mind that. I'm confused. Um but yeah, I think Lips would be part of it because he just he is part of it now. He was featured on the when they did the Muppet show, just the Muppets on ABC. He was a big part of the band. That is so. true. Um, also, I'm looking at all the other people who have been guest members of the band. Are we bringing back Don Knotts on the stand-up bass? <laughs> I would say no. <laughs> you can try if you can if you can <laughs> contact him and get him there. Then absolutely. Shame he's dead. Yeah, I was gonna say. Necromancy? Hey. <laughs> Is that a new part of the ride? We do the necromantic <laughs> ritual to summon Don Knotts for the St. Uh, Louis stop sure. because he loves ribs? <laughs> Man, can't eat some St. Louis barbecue without Don Knotts there to comment on how good it is. Is the uh, <laughs> is the in <end> there? <laughs> I think this. I, I this. I don't know who this part of the podcast is for. <laughs> me and only me. Hey, <laughs> I love some good Don Knotts rib banter. <laughs> I don't. This is for the people who understand the. I don't know. The. I don't. Know. The joy of living. Yes. Quality content here, boys. Quality content. Yeah, so, Jake, yeah, back to your ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then I think just to end the ride, um, I don't know if we return to the practice space or if we just, you know, hop off the tour at a certain venue. I don't know. What do you guys think? I think we end at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's it's got to be something like that or getting like a star on the Hollywood Boulevard or something like that. Like, you guys have made it. I like the Rock and Roll. Like, we're going to Cleveland and they're getting inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think that's awesome. It'd be fun. Yeah, that could be interesting. See the big pyramid. If we're really hyping up going to Ohio yeah. for some reason, <laughs> and people are like, oh, Ohio, and then it's because they're getting inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> nice. Um, Plot twist. Yeah. So that's kind of... That's that's the ride. I mean, do you guys have anything else you'd like to add or see? I mean, of course, we could sit here and all day and talk about different Muppet gags to shove in there. Um, but I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, think- Steven Tyler inducts the band into the Hall of Fame. That would be cool. Got to get them on another ride. That would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> and again, it flashes. This is not rock and roller coaster. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I think it's sweet, man. I think it's cool. I I, I think there's uh, a really solid structure here, and if we ever okay. wanted to cool. come back and talk about gags, we could. But yeah. I think we all know it's the Muppets, and there's gonna be gags. Oh yeah, absolutely. So Brock, do you want to summarize the ride? All right. Um, so we start off in, I believe, we decided a junkyard in the queue. Uh, we are introduced to some of the 
Muppets involved Scooter, perhaps some of the members of the band who invite us along on their tour. Uh, this is another point of stress for poor Scooter. Uh, we take one of their old uh, psychedelically painted vehicles that you find there in the junkyard, uh, and we follow them along through different cities to the tune of Can You Picture That? Uh, as we go through different cities, the musical style kind of changes to match the city that we're in. And eventually, we did we decide that we're going to the Hall, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah, I think that's cool. Cool. We end up at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> uh, and that sounds like it's our ride, right? Did I miss anything? Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Nicely done. Nice. You forgot the part where they offer us drugs before no, we get No, right, of course, of course. That goes without saying. So on that note, um, are we ready for lightning round? Ka-chow. All right, I'm going to roll. I mean, spin Why haven't we done uh, an episode specifically for cars? Anyways. We could. Just put it on the this list. Cars Land? Yeah, oh, yeah that's true. Cars land. I guess that's the only reason. Yeah. So anyway, the wheel <laughs> has determined we are doing a retheme of a Disney classic, one of Walt's favorites, the Enchanted Tiki Room. So this is going to be fun as we retheme it to a classic film, Pinocchio. <laughs> we are retheming <laughs> Enchanted Tiki Room to Pinocchio. Who is up first? Tanner. Okay, so for this retheme of the Enchanted Tiki Room to Pinocchio, we are going to go dark because when we don't know what to do, we go dark. So this is going to be uh, Stromboli <laughs> making all of the slave children oh, boys that ran to Pleasure Island perform in a new show in front of an audience and they turn into donkeys and it's just horrible and terrifying and he threatens to <laughs> chop Pinocchio up into firewood if he doesn't behave properly. The end. <laughs> Stromboli's not the one who goes to Pleasure Island. The carriage driver. Is. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, I mean, to be nice. fair, when's the last time any normal person has watched Pinocchio? <laughs> <laughs> it was like three years old. I don't know. You guys know what I meant. Yeah, I know what I you was, meant. Yes. Nice and terrifying. And it scarred Tanner. me for life. Nice and terrifying. I was scared of whales for so long. <laughs> uh, Jake, up next. Okay. Um, I'm going to change the Tiki Room into Geppetto's Workshop, and we're going to see the Blue Fairy in the middle of the room uh, talking and singing with Jiminy Cricket. And around the room, all of Geppetto's carvings and toys will be coming to life to join in the singing. And eventually, the show, or the climax of the show, the highlight will be when they finally bring Pinocchio to life. And he and Jiminy will sing about Always Let Your Conscience Be Your Guide, and it will end with Jiminy singing When You Wish Upon a Star. That will be my retheme of the Tiki Room. You well, that's too nice. rat bastard. <laughs> well, I'm up next, so Brock, you still have more time to rethink your idea. Um, uh, so my retheme of the Tiki Room is Monstro Swallows the Tiki Room. Son of a... We are all within Monstro's stomach as he swallows the entire tiki room and we just experience the normal tiki room except being decayed by the, the stomach acid oh, of oh, the whale 
and you That's can kind nice. of <laughs> see like fresh, oh. fresh brine and fish being yeah. swallowed oh. and swept yeah. up into the tiki room. That's been nice. Time. Will we have a nice uh, dead fish odor <laughs> pumped in? I if they give me the budget, so. <laughs> they better. Yeah. Pretty cheap. Just go up to the like Meyer or Kroger or something, yeah, grab some fish, and just throw them under all the seats. <laughs> stick them in the yeah. grab some like uh, shrimp and stick them in the heating ducts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is so horrible. Just some cocktail shrimp, you know. Brock. All right, Brock. You look thrilled. <laughs> How is that the next idea you came up with? It feels like I stole that from you. Too. It wasn't. It fortunately wasn't exactly that. Uh, <laughs> my pitch does take place within the belly of Monstro, um, but it was going to be Pinocchio and perhaps other things that had been swallowed by Monstro singing songs to us. Uh, Jiminy Cricket always. Uh, that 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 that's my pitch. I'm done. I just I, you're really <laughs> making it easy for me to type out the descriptions I, on the Twitter poll, Brock. Now I have two inside monster. I still have three seconds. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, but you can just make Brad's inside monstro, but stupid. <laughs> I mean, yeah, fair. <laughs> you can just call it Brock's pitch. I'm not saying that mine also, isn't stupid. How does that stupid? differentiate it from yours, Mine Eric. is also stupid, but if we name yours Inside Monstro but stupid, it'll make the people think that mine is less stupid. So that's... Uh, <laughs> they shouldn't think that. <laughs> that's my reasoning. Anyways, it's been a weird episode. It's been fun. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I had fun. It's nice to talk about the Muppets. Yeah, I love I I love this ride. The that Muppets we've really brought out a chaotic episode for all yeah. of us. Which is what they would want. Yeah, exactly. So Brock, why don't you take us out of here? Alright. Waka Waka Tanner, what's our Instagram? Main underscore street underscore musings. Facebook.com slash Main Street Musings. And it's not easy being our Twitter, Eric. <laughs> At MSM underscore podcast. And I'm Brock. Thank you, everybody, for taking a listen this week. Be sure to give us a five-star rating and review us kindly. Tell your friends, and don't forget to check out our Twitter polls for our lightning rounds. And send us questions, send us questions. for our oh, 50th yeah. episode extravaganza. Yeah, send in any questions or comments or anything that you want to us to discuss. Yeah, for <laughs> our 50th. Yeah, we should have mentioned Complaints. that at the beginning. Whoops. I have a question. <laughs> well, it's more of a yeah. statement. I miss the chaotic energy of Brock just bringing the ending. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That threw me off. This wasn't always cracked up to be. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't for the fact that I had already had the intro and Jay gave me a better one. Don't worry, <laughs> your pretty little head. I- I'll be winging the, end- the outro from here on. Good. <laughs> All right, we love you guys. We'll see you. Bye. Bye.